Hey, thanks for checking us out. This is Anthony here with the A&E Podcast. You're in for a great show this week, but before we get into it, I just wanted to let you know and remind you, family, look for us on all our other platforms so you can stay up to date with everything else that we have to offer and share. Just go to our website, www.refocused-ae.com. There you can find where you can watch the podcast, where you can follow us, or you can check out some merch as well. Until then, view and enjoy at your pleasure. Now let's get into the show. Peace. Hi, guys. Welcome to Refocus. I'm Essence. And I'm Anthony. And here we reestablish and reaffirm God's purpose for relationships, culture, and lifestyle. And we're doing so by challenging the current norms with word, wisdom, and love. So let's get into the show. Welcome. We're super excited to be here um, talking about something that we talk about often. Yeah. And um, a hot topic. I I think it's pretty much a hot topic, especially with relationships, just in general. uh, Relationships in general and just as the culture continues and continues to progress and progress. This is becoming more and more of one of those topics that never goes away. Absolutely. Yeah. and, and and we're gonna talk a lot about cohabitation today. Yeah. And our experience and 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 of course what God says and why we believe that a couple should not. Yeah. And I guess really we can kind of share a little bit about us. Yeah, I, I my whole goal here, you can probably see it in I'm pretty sure you read the title, but we're we're trying to kill cohabitation. Yeah. That that's my that's my I hate to be so uh, Straightforward with, with it, it when trying to kill cohabitation, y'all. It's it's a it's a disease. It's a disease. I think cohabitation can kill um, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, it kills the ability to truly experience what it is that God designed. Yeah, and I know for us, um, when we decided to be married, we weren't without flaw mm-hmm. prior to marriage. Yeah, not at all. Um, and we realized we took the, the marriage series and I know when it was that you proposed, we were like, okay, like marriage is ministry and, um, God created this for a reason. And so if we're going to do this, then we're going to make sure that we tighten up and we did everything that we possibly could to really start trying to realign ourselves with, with what God says a woman should be, a man should be, how we should operate within a unit, a union. And so one of those things besides, you know, uh, abstinence, which we were, we were practicing, mm-hmm. um, was not living together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and for, for those who don't know, who have never heard that term before, when we say cohabitation, just to, to educate you real quick, uh, when we say cohabitation, we're, we're referring to uh, a man and a woman living together mm-hmm. before being married. Uh, I, I guess it's all cohabitation. Yeah. So more specifically, premarital cohabitation right. is, is, is what we're talking about. If we could be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, premarital. Um, and for us, we didn't want to, um, we didn't want to get married and already had yeah. experienced that. Yep. Yeah, we didn't. No, we, 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 we kind of, we, we kind of wanted to make sure that we, I don't know, saved some of the gift, yeah. if you will, of of 
marriage. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I really believe that living together is a big part of that. Yeah. You know, a little bit of our story, uh, just, I guess, our experience with cohabitation. You know, we, we've been we've been together for 10 years now, uh, married for six years. And all that time that we were together, that we were boyfriend and girlfriend before, uh, we didn't we didn't live together no, at all. Not. Now, I don't believe that we would have, but we did have some stipulations too. We yeah. we kind of had a I don't say it was long distance relationship, but we had a we definitely had a we had some distance between us. I mean, I wouldn't have lived with you. So right, so uh, even if yeah. we so I'm from Kansas City, him mm-hmm. you being from St. Louis, for me, I never ever would have lived with a boyfriend right. yeah yeah that, so so that, that's what i'm saying like yeah. we 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 so we, it was we easier wouldn't for have done that no we wouldn't have but played. we already had the stipulation on top right. of that yeah um uh as far as living together or whatever yeah. that would be so Absolutely. you know the whole time we were together we were dating i was in we were in college our colleges were close so we visited each other often mm-hmm. but when i graduated i moved back home which is three almost four hours away from where essence actually lived so our distance between each other Maybe grew either. a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. Mm-hmm. It, our distance grew, and um, so we would visit each other often. But when Anthony did propose, mm-hmm. I was actually located. I was living in Kansas City, and yep. you were in St. Louis at the time. Yep. So um, for me, it was a it was actually a transition because I had just graduated from college, mm-hmm. and then looking for a. a a career in my field and so i'm like i'm looking at home and uh, i'm like i'm not moving to st louis i love this guy but i'm not moving to st louis i'm not gonna uproot this is literally a conversation that we had i'm not uprooting my life for a boyfriend we we weren't even talking about marriage then we were not we weren't talking once i when i graduated to move yeah we weren't talking about marriage we we were not talking about Mm -hmm. marriage and just being very transparent i think i wanted you to you did you did that's why i was about to say just to be completely transparent um anthony wanted me to move to st louis he never asked for us to live together Mm -hmm. you just wanted me to relocate to st louis and i vividly remember telling him no, <laughs> I'm not moving to St. Louis. Not because I don't love you, but because yeah. you're my boyfriend. It's no pressure, yeah, but I'm not uprooting my life to move to another city mm-hmm. to be with a boyfriend. And so um, it was interesting because I, I think maybe a few months later, you actually proposed. I can't. Was it? It wasn't it that was, long. It was, it was within it was a year. That year. It yeah, was it, was, the year. it was within that year. You mm-hmm. proposed to me because I remember I graduated in May. Yeah. It was I moved late. Yep. that year yep. so yeah um he proposed to me and we were married in eight months yeah. um so then the cohabitation began then, well yeah <laughs> and no. no 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 you're right no and, and see the thing is like if i can like give it a little prelude before you get to the next part mm-hmm. of the story of i guess our story with it um you know we 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 want to make sure that we are transparent with y'all yeah because our testimony we know uh, 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 it's going to help somebody. We know it's going to help somebody. So, through that time, we we was dating. We were having sex. Like, yeah. like if I could just keep it funky with y'all, <laughs> we we were having sex. Um, and you know, looking back on it, of course, I wish we didn't. So, if you're hearing this, I am not advocating for having sex if you're not married. Not okay? before marriage. Now, <laughs> now that we got that out the way. Right. Um, it's interesting. Interestingly enough, though, it's it, I guess God did that on purpose. Because around the time that we did get married, uh, proposed was a was also around the time where you and I both were getting more serious in our work. Mm-hmm. It was kind of I around think, that time. 
So it's it's interesting. I'm just thinking about that. Uh, it's interesting how that timeline worked out mm-hmm. when we started to get serious about God. Yeah, but I absolutely. You. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's just that that was good to add that in there. Um, so yeah, we, like I said, we hadn't done everything perfect throughout, but I grew up in church, mm-hmm. went to college, and kind of, you know, did my own thing. And then I had to just go back. God's word was always in my heart, but mm-hmm. um, I just was in my sin in that for that for that period of time and so we were getting more into our word and wanted to live right and um so cohabitation was never our plan it was never our plan um i think we just genuinely wanted to experience marriage Mm -hmm. and it the wholeness and the pureness of what christ had created it to be and so that was our ultimate goal and so i know moving to st louis it was a transition it was really different for us because i'm like we're going to be married and at that point it was it was six months yep we're going to be married in six months i don't want to go and get in um uh, uh, my uh, my name on an apartment or at yeah. least you didn't want to go do that because yep. we wanted we to were saving. we were saving yep. and it was it was a, a transition and so when i did move to st louis anthony and i were not living in our own home mm-hmm. but we were living in a home where we both mm-hmm. were it was my parents. It, we lived with yeah. anthony's parents mm-hmm. i had his old room upstairs mm-hmm. and Anthony went and literally yeah. made his room almost like a whole apartment. apartment. I had a suite, I had a a suite, suite in, in the, the basement. basement. <laughs> Unfinished basement. I, I, it, I was living down there. I had hey. my office, my workspace, bed right yeah. there, a little couch, TV. Was, I, I, I had it set up down there. Literally. <laughs> we and and that that was that was what worked for us in that time, but we were still yeah. trying to honor Christ. Yep. In that, because we could have easily just said, "Hey, come here." We we could have stayed in the same room, we and no. but we wanted to for what we had, for what we were trying to do financially and all of that stuff. We mm-hmm. were trying to be as responsible as we could. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into. I think we can save that for a little bit later in the conversation. But I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, well, never yeah. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you know we were doing our our best to honor the commitment that we kind of made to ourselves mm-hmm. working to honor God and not cohabitating, not mm-hmm. not living together. Even though we was under the same roof. We weren't. We were we room. were trying our hardest not yeah. to live together, not to have those benefits. Yeah. Not sharing we weren't even sharing the same bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like it was so funny. Yeah. We weren't sharing the same bathroom. Yep. We were not none of it. I think I think I used to uh <laughs> did I joke with you a couple of times, we were like, hey you wanna come over? Yeah, you ain't <laughs> Like we was really the same room, just coming like, upstairs. Yeah. And I'm going upstairs. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bed. Bye. And I go on upstairs to the room. <laughs> but it was it was interesting because we did that for six months. Yep. And when we actually did get married and get our own apartment, mm-hmm. we were able to truly experience what that was like. Yeah. It was so cool because on our wedding night, after we had left the hotel and everything. I woke up like, oh my goodness, I'm married. Yeah. I'm literally sleeping in the same yeah. bed with this dude. I'm like, hey, this is dope because it it's like, it was I dope. can do this. Like, yeah. I'm going to be doing this. And it's, it's, it's kind of like we earned it. We earned we, we it. We earned yeah. it. We waited on God. <laughs> you know, we earned it. Like, it was it was really dope being able yeah. to do that. And I think that that's one of those things, one of those, um, I guess, intangible things that couples who, Kind of just given to the the societal uh, live with your mate before you get married test it out like, like they cheat themselves out of that it's one of those intangible things that you will never even think about yeah but when it changes it's like oh wait no this is really dope yeah like this is really cool this is different it's new mm-hmm. and, and 
guys, guys, yeah, we love new, like yeah. we love new experiences. <laughs> so, so that's just right. Like it's just, yeah. but you know, the culture influences a lot, um, and how we think we should think. Um, but yeah. we, we can, we have led ourselves, we as a people, we as individuals have led ourselves into much trouble, much self-destruction with just thinking how we think we should think, uh, before. So I don't know why a lot of people don't think that that applies with living with somebody yeah. prior to getting married to them too. Yeah. I think that's a good point that you brought up though, is culture and media and all these things. We know it influences us mm-hmm. and you know, culture says that's Okay. Culture says live with whoever it is that you want to be. Culture tells you to have sex with whoever it is that you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna be with because you gotta test out the car before you buy it. Yep. You gotta test drive the car before you buy it. Or um, we gotta live together because I gotta see how they live in first. Because yep. if they ain't living the right, then this just ain't gonna make sense. As if the, you are living perfectly, and so culture tells you to do all these things, and it's like, who are you living? For? Or uh, it's so where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? It's so it's so interesting how um we make these excuses to live in sin. Yeah. And people we're just living together by like, you know, it's so much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. Because what it does is if we're truly being pure um in how God created things, if I lived with you prior to us getting married, Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been no abstinence. Yep. Nope. The Bible tells us to flee from sin. Wait. It, it wasn't no after this. And we weren't even, we weren't even, well, we were, we were working our best not to do that. Yeah. And we still, we still fell. We still fell short. We still yeah. fell. So, and that was with separation and everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We weren't perfect, you know, and that's the, that's the, that's the, the thing about it. Imagine um, living in our own space. Mm-hmm together same bed same bed <laughs> we would have felt miserably mm-hmm. at the abstinence that we were choosing um to do every day yep. and so um i think it's so unfortunate that people think that you have to live together mm-hmm. in order for that marriage or that future marriage with that person to work because yeah. it's false i'm not sure where that idea came from uh, but it's not true yeah I I think it's a, I don't know if you no you're good I, I think it comes from just a gen general and it's gonna sound so bad when I say it like this but just a general lack of trust mm-hmm. with not only other people mm-hmm. but with a, like a subconscious lack of trust with yourself that's good you know what I mean that's it's like too. did I make the right decision or am I making the right decision. I don't know. I thought something bad before. I thought I was doing something good before in my in my life, and that turned out bad. Maybe this is the same. You know, and it's and it's subconscious things. You know, you know, bitter roots and all that stuff. Uh-huh. How all that stuff works, right? But um, it, it could be a lot of those things. And the main thing that we hear people say, you know, when it comes to proving their case for mm-hmm. living with their significant other before marriage is, oh, I gotta make sure it's right. I got to make sure this is the person who I can really live with and stand. And you don't really know somebody until you wake up with them the next morning and all of these crazy things. It's like, yeah, so, but where'd you get that from? Like, right. where are you sure that that's true? Like, are you sure that that really is? Or is it just you making that up and it just makes sense to you? It's, it's very interesting that you say that. So you're telling me that you have to live where you have to sleep in the same bed with somebody, wake up with them to see how they truly are sleeping with them in the same bed. 
living in the same mm-hmm. house with them. So you're telling me that you are deciding on if you want to spend the rest of your life with someone and it's based on if they pick their pants up when they take them <laughs> off or do they put the toothpaste, the top on the toothpaste? Like I got whatever. <laughs> this is you. <laughs> like you're truly deciding. Yeah. Whether or not you're going to marry somebody based on those minute things, yep. things that somebody can change. They can adjust these things. That's what it comes out to. That's what it comes out to. Yep. That and the fact that, well, I don't want to do that because I just want to have sex. Because mm-hmm. it really is just sex. It's sex. It's sex. Let's be real about Let's what it real. is. It's not about, oh, I need to see how they clean up the room. No, because if it really is that, I can teach somebody how to do that. Yep. There are things that you have adjusted because I wanted to be cleaned a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or you'll come to me simply and say, if I do something... Babe, can you do this? I mean, it really is just that, that yeah, simple. Yeah. If there is something that Anthony or I have done, like, for example, Anthony does not like, I don't close things, okay? <laughs> I don't know what it nothing, is. Nothing, nothing. I don't know what it is about things. <laughs> it's lids, cabinets, cabinets it, refrigerator it, door. Okay, hold on now, now, chill. Everything. I, you ain't got to tell all my business. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle. I don't know what it is. Sometimes I feel like I close it, but I don't do it all the way. Anywho. There are things that I fall short of, and Anthony will just come to me and ask, like, hey, babe, can you make sure that you do this? Okay. You see how simple it is? And it's the, it's the, it's same, that simple, it's the same with me. There's, there's plenty of things that I, that I do that Essence prefers. Right. I do a little better, take a little more care with. And But you see how simple it is to mm-hmm. just talk about it and ask for it to be adjusted? I don't mm-hmm. have to live with you prior to marriage yep. to make sure that those things but, happen. But here's, here's what happens. Pre-marriage, those things start to add up, mm-hmm. and then we start to say things like, "I don't have oh, to I deal with this. I don't have to deal with this. I I, this ain't this. gonna work. <laughs> We're just so different." Yeah, and, I mean, and that's not like it's not a good excuse. It's, it's, not, it's not a good excuse at all. No, it's not a, a good excuse. I mean, it's very it's childish almost. Mm-hmm. It's very immature. And and not to rag on anybody. If you're no. cohabitating, this is we're, not, we're not ragging on you. Like, please don't, no. don't take offense. Not at all. Right? This is our personal opinion <laughs> on things. I would feel like I'm being very childish of our nitpicking yeah. as to why I cannot marry somebody based on those things. And the reality is, is that could have been your soulmate, yep. but you've robbed yourself because you are not aligned with God's design for things. Yep. Because it, it, I don't care who you're marrying or living with Mm -hmm. there's going to be something that causes some type of conflict big or small we're opposite we're people everybody's different different. everybody is different we we got god made us all unique Mm -hmm. individuals formed and fashioned yeah made us all with care with our own things so we're all different and we all have our own pre Mm -hmm. predisposed perceptions and how we believe things should work and though we can believe those things very hard yeah. We believe those things very hard. And, and when it comes to working and, and cooperating and 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 uh, uh, working with somebody else with their beliefs and all of these different things and their habits, there can be some conflict. Like it's it's going to happen. Yeah. But you set yourself up for failure when you make it a, all right, you're going to be perfect or I'm leaving and I can leave because I'm not married to you yet. <laughs> I see the truth. That's, oh, hold that, that thought because yeah. we got to go there. But it's so funny that you said that. It's like when people are, um, that I've seen it in, on movies and stuff 
girl, he left the toilet seat up. He he don't put the toilet seat down. Yeah, nah. And I'm like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I fell in the toilet before. Okay? <laughs> a couple times. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. I'm gonna apologize again. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll be trying. I think I'll be late. I would be a fool to decide not to marry this man because mm-hmm. he didn't put the toilet seat down. <laughs> or yeah. it's a bad habit. Yeah. Like it's 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 absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sometimes people put this. Um, they don't take marriage and the union serious. Mm-mm. It's 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 frivolous things. It's it's things that just don't matter. Yeah. Marriage is not based on if someone puts the toilet seat down yeah. or if someone closes the cabinet. It's, it's marriage is so much more than that. And when you truly understand what Christ created marriage to be, yep. that that is not even a part of discussion. Yeah. That doesn't even matter. Yep. Um, but you had brought up a point. And, well, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. No, because no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to watch your point. You're not watching my point. Okay. We we'll go back to it. I, I just and it it breaks my heart too. So I, I don't know if you, I don't know if many people know, but I'm a, I'm a, a, a former wedding photographer uh, by trade, and man, I, I've, I've shot so many weddings where you know I'm meeting with the couples afterwards, and they say. You know, I asked them, like, how's everything? How's it feel? How's it going? Yeah. You know, I'm excited for them. I, I know what marriage mm-hmm. is, right? I understand it from, from a biblical perspective. And all I, all I hear is, oh, you know, mm-hmm. same. Just the same. Nothing. Dang. Wow. Like, yeah, we like, knew how funny what's wrong. Like, like, that's it? Like, that's it? Like, ah, that's, you know, it, I, it, it, it hurts when I hear that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and if you, like I just said, if you are currently or if you have, don't feel bad. No. Don't feel bad. Like, like this is this is where we're wanting to make sure that we're we're teaching and exposing uh, what potentially is a, a cultural lie that that people have deemed to be a necessity mm-hmm. for success yeah. for a successful relationship. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, it, I agree with you. It's sad because I knew how beautiful it was when we first had got mm-hmm. our place together and went furniture shopping and did yeah, all these things. All I knew stuff. how awesome that was for us. And so to know that some people did not get that opportunity and the security mm-hmm. in it. That's and that's huge. That's 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 go, big. Go, go because, on, go on. Yeah. <laughs> that's big. And and um this like and like you were saying, like this isn't for people like if somebody if you are currently living with someone living with your significant other i'm not saying that you shouldn't go get married to them now i believe that we we should get married because you know if we are lack self-control and 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 we are having sex and things like that i think it's important to go ahead and the bible says the bible says it's better to be married absolutely Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying don't do that don't don't feel like oh my goodness now i'm never gonna enjoy marriage that's not what i'm saying for people who are even thinking like this i'm hoping to 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 at least alter your your mind a little bit. Yeah. Even if you're not living with your significant other, I encourage you to not do that. Yeah. I encourage because it, there is beauty in the way that God has designed it. Mm-hmm. And it's said for, the Bible talks about um, a man and a woman, they go and, and join together. They leave their family and become husband and mm-hmm. wife. When they become husband and wife, they leave their family. Yep. Yep. It's an order. It's an order. Yeah. It's an order. And God creates these orders not because he doesn't want you to experience the beauty of things, but it's an order for your protection. And when we talk about cohabitating, it was, I felt very free 
um, when it came to us being married and actually living together because I'm like, I'm secure. We're married. This is my husband. I don't have to worry about if he's leaving me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If he gets tired of me next week, um, whatever it is, this is my partner for life because that's what marriage is. Um, divorce ain't even a discussion for us ever. Mm-hmm. And and I felt I felt so secure with that. Anybody I had ever dated prior, there was a possibility of them leaving, yep. you know. And and now I hear, you know, uh, uh, even though we were dating, we weren't even cohabitating. Mm-hmm. So there's a security in that being able to share everything with that person yeah. and it truly be like legally bound yeah. and, and, and and honored by Christ. So yeah. 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 I, and and I think that's the that's one of those things that people bank on so much is um like the security aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The or or really on top of it is the pride aspect of it. They do. Um, you know what? You know, just being able to say or think or come from the mindset of, oh man, I gotta see what they're like first. It's like, well, wait a minute. It, it, it's a huge assumption when you say something like that, and the assumption is, okay, my standard is perfect. Mm-hmm. So your standard needs to match my standard, and if it doesn't, then this ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. And it's a toxic pride like that that forces relationships to really end badly in the first place. Everyone wants to do this thing because they want to make sure that their marriage lasts. And it's so crazy. I've seen people argue about this on Facebook up and down. Oh, yeah, you got to get married. I mean, you got to live with the person first. That's how you know your marriage is going to last. Uh, people, the people who like numbers, that's actually statistically false. It is the complete opposite. When it, it studies have shown that when you live with somebody, your your chances or the chances of getting divorced grows. Mm-hmm. It, it grows for reasons I don't know. I mean, in a spiritual aspect, I know why, but you know the the technical numbers stuff. Why that I don't know. Um, but it's it's lies like that that still for whatever reason you can go easily look it up. But that that. Uh, standpoint is perpetuated throughout the culture mm-hmm. and people just continually feel like, oh, I got to do it. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. And having that pride, uh, like I was talking about, it, it's all biblical. You know, uh, uh, it says it in Proverbs, pride comes before destruction. It's, 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 it's before that fall. Having that pride mindset of, oh, well, I, I subconsciously feel like I got the perfect standard. If they don't meet my standard, that's a whole pride thing. And that fall, that destruction is going to be your heartache. It's going to be your divorce in the future. It's going to be the kids having to go through a divorce. Uh, It's going to be all of these different things that we could just save ourselves from if we just remain in God's word and God's will and God's ordinance for our, for our lives. That's that he protects us when we remain in that. Yeah. We don't have to protect ourselves. Mm -mm. We don't have to, if we're operating within his order um, within the parameters that Christ has put in place, we're good. Mm-hmm. He's going to take care of us. I'm not saying that every situation is perfect and everything goes exactly how we want it to in all the cases, but um, things always work out for the good of those who love Christ. And if we keep that in the front of our mind, we don't have to be um, our own our own guide in these things when it's already been laid out for us how we should do it. 
Um, one thing that you said that I think was a really good point was um, why are these relationships failing when they had cohabitated first? And an idea that I may, I kind of, maybe it's because they entered into the relationship with conditions in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yep. There were, so, there were already so many conditions there. Yeah. And the condition of if you don't, if you live like this, then this is why this wouldn't work. Um, so you're already limiting what you're going to accept or yeah. tolerate in your marriage. Yeah. And it's like your expectations of what, what you're tolerate is already low. Because mm -hmm. you're telling me that the reason why you're cohabitating is you need to see how y'all live together. Blah, blah. <laughs> your expectations are already low. Yeah. Already low. Um, they're, they're, they're already it's low. Like, it's kind of like you're expecting... You're looking for it. You're looking for it. It's like, oh, like when, when they say, don't go through your significant other's phone, you're always going to find something. It's not that anything you found was valid. But it's your mind, just, play your that mind is just already looking for it. It's already looking for so it. So anything yeah. is going to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, um, and, and the lie of you don't really know someone until you live with them. That's a lie. That's a lie. Um, if you are truly doing your due diligence, and we talk about this all the time, yeah. unfortunately, people do not know how to build healthy relationships. Yep. People do not know how to truly develop um, a relationship and understand and get to know the person that they are courting. No one courts these days. Mm -hmm. The problem is it's people do not know how to build a foundation to a relationship. Yep. If you are building a relationship on sex, you'd start dating somebody yep. and the relationship is based on sex. Especially, ooh, can I interject on mm -hmm. that? Especially, please don't forget where you were going. Okay. Especially mm -hmm. if you aren't living together at the time when you first start talking. Mm -hmm. Every time you see each other, you have, you have sex. sex. Every time you see each other, you have sex before you leave or you spend the night. Mm -hmm. That's that's built on sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right, so. mm -hmm. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And so uh, people don't even realize that the foundation of their whole relationship has built on shaky ground nothing solid mm -hmm. and so here they are trying to build something on top of that and instead of actually going back digging that up and putting a new foundation yep. in place which the foundation should be christ of course um but um people don't know how to build those relationships and i talk to people about this all the time even my students like mm -hmm. you have to understand that when you're truly getting to know someone you need to get to know them in all different kind of settings not just you Netflixing and chilling yeah. and going on a date. Yep. How are they around their friends? Yeah. How are they around their families? What are they like when they fail at something? Mm -hmm. Not when they're upset. What are they like in all these different settings? The problem is, is people are literally seeing someone. They're like, oh, he cute. Yeah. She cute. Let's be cute together. Let's yeah. date. And all of a sudden, we're in a whole relationship where really we're just having sex majority Whoa. of the time and watching movies. Man. So really, there's no talking or truly getting to know someone at all. Man. nobody's doing that. And so now we're banking on, well, let me live with them yeah. because I'll get to know them that way. No, you're going to be yeah. having sex and watching movies. <laughs> let, That's let's, the truth. Let, 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 let's normalize. Um, let, let's normalize putting icebreakers in our first 10 dates. Hey, let, <laughs> let's, let's go do a challenging, uh, a challenging activity. Literally, in, like, the, in the first ten dates, let, let, let's go do something—a team activity in the first ten dates where we got to work together. Let, yeah. let's, let, let's let's be. There's nothing wrong with being strategic about this. No, you know this is somebody who you're planning a life with potentially. Yeah. Get to know be. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get to know them on a on a serious level, and I kind of want to hang out here for a second mm -hmm. because I think people 
lack the ability to 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 truly um court or um dig deeper in the relationship mm-hmm. and so here we are with the the oh, we gotta we gotta live together and it's like like i said earlier i don't think living with you could have helped me Mm-mm. know you anymore no nope. it's like do i not trust that i got to know you much yep. and um I, I truly just encourage people in general to understand how to build a relationship, a healthy relationship. Yeah. One, people, people ideas is skewed on what a healthy relationship is, what an unhealthy relationship is. Half people don't even know they're in a toxic, unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. because they fornicating. And so they can't even see straight yeah. because when you're having all this sex, you can't even truly see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't even see your got blinders the, got around. The goggles on. You can't even see straight. No, <laughs> real talk. When you are when sex is consuming the relationship, you can't even see straight. Mm-hmm. It's when you stop doing those things that you truly get to sit back and like, I can get to know this person. Yep. I'm getting to know them. I'm getting to understand who they truly are. And I think that's the beauty of us having the distance in between us. Yeah. With yeah. us being able to truly have those good. long conversations. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It was good for us. That but yeah, just crazy. you can get to know someone and who they are without living together and mm-hmm. i promise you if they put the t- the cap on the two bread on the toothpaste it will not be the end of the relationship <laughs> it's not the end of the world it's not the end, it's of, not the the end world. of the world or the relationship it's, it's okay not. it is it's, it's okay either either you'll be okay yeah. and you'll just help them because yeah. you do actually care for them you just help them put the cap on yeah or they'll start putting the cap on it's really because it just. I mean, there are times. I mean, we, we've been to, we've been married for six years now, almost six and a half, almost now. Uh-huh. We've been married for almost six and a half years now, and I still don't close all the doors and Listen. put tops on everything all the time. I and, just don't. And and guess what I do? I just, just close, close the, the door. door. <laughs> oh wow! Even though it could be annoying but, at times. But people, people who aren't married will have literally will have full blowout arguments about that. Yeah. And don't get we didn't have arguments about stupid stuff too. Like, yeah. But really ju- just just to it's just that example. Like yeah. it, when it, you have a way out, everything can be bothered. Yep. And you know, like people get married on the basis of love or they want to do something that's in their best interest, do all of these different things. And it's literally statistically proven that people who are married versus the unmarried experience more love. Mm-hmm. They, experience, they experience more trust. Huh, you don't yes. say. They experience more more companionship. Mm-hmm. The the finances work better to yep. like every like everything is better when you actually get married versus cohabitating and then getting married. Mm-hmm. Like is it's like a phenomenon almost. It's crazy. Well, well, the spirit in the spiritual world, we know what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, uh-huh, you want to do, uh, uh, okay, yeah, uh, dope, down, uh, block, put chest peak, no, you know. Mm-hmm. But in our world, we're like, man, she just don't get it. She just don't get it. Nah, nah, nah. No, it's because you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You tried to get it too early. <laughs> but if we if we really go back to a lot of the times, these people, the people who are cohabitating um to uh, um, one of the main reasons that they may be cohabitating is not because they're trying to get to know someone that's a cover-up sometimes do it for money 
you're doing it because it's cheaper. It's convenient to live with each other. So, or you trying to keep tabs on whoever it is yeah. that you with. We need to live together because they're gonna be. I don't even. I ain't nobody else gonna be with them. Yep. Blah blah. It's it's not always. It's not it's because of love. True. It's statistically, statistically people who are cohabitating are not necessarily doing it for love. They are trust. doing it because it's convenient. Trust and convenience. Trust and convenience. Trust and convenience. Yep. Trust oh, and convenience. Oh, well, trust issues. And and honestly, I'm be that. It's facts. Yeah. Just from my assessment of just things that I've observed, oh. many people cohabitate for convenience. Mm-hmm. Money, whether it be money, whether it be uh, shared resources of some kind, they move together for other things than love. Yep. And people who get married move together for love. Yep. And very, very slim chances of it being money. It's how it is. It's very true. That is how, it's how it, is. it is. And it's just unfortunate because um people won't even call it what it is. Mm-hmm. They won't call it what it is. It's like they don't want to say, well, it's not that I I, I, I gotta have sex. Well, it kind of is because a lot of the things that we do are sexually motivated. Mm-hmm. You it's it's not because you can't you you don't you don't want to wait. Not because you're trying to test the car. Doesn't matter. You just don't want to. Well, it. it the whole sex thing is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it runs so many of our decisions. So many. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why the Bible talks about sex, sexual immorality being the most dangerous of sins. Because it's so powerful. It's so, so destructive. Like, it's, it's so powerful and destructive. And that, that's another piece that I think people don't look at. Christians mm-hmm. who are cohabitating. For the convenience for what we talk, even though they know, they know. We we were again, we were we was in that boat, but we I'm gonna say for my for my own. We were in what boat? We was halfway in that boat, cohabitating boat, because we were still on the same roof, right? I still wouldn't say it because we were yeah, we were under the same roof, but we didn't share anything. So I didn't have that experience. Um but the thing the thing about it is uh uh even if it was just from a from a pure sex perspective, like if, if you're really working to honor Christ, if you're really working to honor God, you, you won't do it. Like you won't cohabitate for the pure for the pure motivation of temptation, for the pure motivation yeah. of, of temptation. Like it's. Fellas, it's right there. It's right there. It ain't just fellas. Come on. Ladies too. It's right. Let's keep it real. It's right there. It's right there. And you just you, nothing. Nothing. And you gonna live there. But how 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 long are people um how long are people engaged on average? People engaged. Engaged. A year and a half, two years. Yeah. That's engaged. Let alone just literally living together before an engagement is even thought of. Five, so four, five, six years, right there. Just just right there. You ain't yeah. doing nothing. No. Nah. Flee. Bible, the Bible says, I think it's in first Corinthians chapter six. First Corinthians chapter six. It said it says, run away from sexual immorality. Every other sin that a man commits is outside the body, but the one who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. Mm-hmm. Flee. Like literally like, run. You're not running. Like literally. Where you going if away. y'all living together? Where you, you go? You ain't going nowhere. You ain't All going. my stuff is here. Where am I supposed to go? Like no, for real. Like <laughs> I think I was watching something and somebody was like, 
she was all the girl was all up on me and he was like he took off and ran down the street <laughs> called his friend yep. and was like yep i had to get out of there yep. like literally yeah. run from it because mm -hmm. we are weak yeah we are our flesh, flesh is, is weak. so weak and we, we can good. yeah and we can lie all day and think that oh i can live with them and i have sex with them no yeah, right and mm, that'd be very 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 rare we're right. Yeah, right but i would you know don't even set yourself up in a position like that i talk about come on now we all adults here mm -hmm. we talk to our kids about setting up boundaries mm -hmm. We talk to children, teenagers about yep. creating healthy boundaries. Yep. We are not exempt from that. Create boundaries. They're there to protect you. Mm -hmm. They're there to keep you from doing certain things. Mm -hmm. So you have to set yourself up for, uh, for failure. Set yourself up for success yeah. by creating these boundaries. Yeah, I want to be with you. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're engaged. Or yeah, our ultimate goal is marriage. However, let's not Hang out alone. Yeah. Door closed. <laughs> Lights out. We've kind of set ourselves up for yeah. real. Say for real. It's it's gonna it's gonna happen. Or even even the moments where ah oh, man, I want to do something special. I want to do something nice. I want to do this. I want to like it's it's inevitable. Yeah. If you're under the, if you're under the same home, if you're yeah. living in doing got kids. <laughs> Too, uh, it's, it's never too late to start over. But yeah. if you're trying, if you got kids already, then we got kids. Yeah. What else we going like? Like it's 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 literally just setting yourself up for failure. And we have to we have to run from all of those different things. Yeah. And, and the thing about it with sexual sexual immorality, it comes in so many different forms yeah. that we can't even fight that. Writ scripture talks about it. Written, visual, uh, uh, uh our thoughts. All, all of these things are culminated with sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. But you now you're gonna put the actual physical on top of it too, and and think that you're gonna have a chance at fighting that or honoring God by not having sex. I mean, we already gonna be thinking about it. I'm, I'm really talking to the I'm pretty sure the ladies too. But yeah. we already gonna be thinking about it. Je Jesus said, if you even look with lust, you already committed adultery. Ain't that crazy? You're committing adultery with. The person that you love, why why even do that to yourself? Right. Why why do that to yourself to to a point where you don't have to? You were literally turning the person that you actually adore, that you actually appreciate. You know, it's yeah, you're not married block. to them, you're not even engaged, but you're turning them into a stumbling block. You're turning them into a sin for you. Mm -hmm. That's that's that is is some type of um. Uh, there's some type of conundrum. Yeah. There's some type of paradox to put yourself in unnecessarily when all you got to do is just move down the street, move across town. You know what I'm saying? Move across town. And and, yeah. and it, here's the other thing, too, with, with culture. Um, culture says it's weird. Culture says it's weird if you don't have boundaries within your relationship. If you're dating and, oh, yeah, you can't stay at my house past 10 o'clock. Past nine o'clock. Oh, you lame. You can't stay. Well, what? Your girl say you she can't you can't go over her house till nine or after nine. That make it weird for you well, to have. Yeah. Blah blah blah. It couldn't be me. But then they want somebody man, that I has love, respect for I love y'all marriage, man. Y'all, <laughs> man, I look up to y'all relationship. Like, like we can't, like, like 
we can't be afraid to do things outside of the norm of culture. Mm -hmm. Especially if, if we're believers of Christ, though, because we're supposed to go we're set apart. Anyway. We're set apart. We're, we're set apart anyway, right? Yeah. But we, but it's so easy for those things to influence us because mm -hmm. we do see it, and we, absolutely. And we, a lot of us do. Mm -hmm. If we don't have an experience, sex, we have heard our friends mm -hmm. talk about it mm -hmm. and how amazing it is, I right? Mean, yeah. So we have these things in culture where you know we just say, oh, "All right, well, I'm just going to spend the night." No, like set up some boundaries. Say, say, hey, we're, we're not kissing. We're not kissing until we get engaged. We're not kissing until our first kiss when we get married. We're not. Uh, you can't be over my house after nine o'clock. Or how about this? You're not allowed Let's in, not be at our house. You're, you're not allowed into mm -hmm. my bedroom. Like yeah, you're not like one of the what like what. What like like because because seriously, imagine if you have those those boundaries set in place, those parameters set in place. You think you're not gonna get married sooner? Oh, how did you get out <laughs> you my head? You're not gonna get, go there. You're gonna get married sooner. Like you're gonna be like, yeah. Well, shoot. Let's take this look. I want to take. I want to take our relationship. We're already because in this meantime, we're doing those dates that we were talking mm -hmm. about earlier. Mm -hmm. We're getting to know each other on a on a emotional level, on an intellectual level, on a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. Where we're studying, we're reading together, we're praying together, we're doing all these things. Man, I want to add the physical and the the living. I want to add that too. Like let's let's do this. Like let's 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 expedite yeah. this process. You know, it's actually funny that you say that because there's been so many uh, disgruntled people in a in a relationship where they are cohabitating and they're like, they ain't never gonna marry me. Like I'm ready to be married. Like this is this and this, and they're like, their 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 partners like, I mean, we don't need no paper. Like man. we good. Oh man, we don't need that. I mean, like, what's wrong? Enemy. We live together. We got kids together. I'm with you. We're together. Man. And it's like interesting how you want to do everything that is deemed appropriate for a married couple, mm -hmm. yet you don't want to be married. Yep. And that's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. And so it's been so many people who have been with us the same person for 10 years living together for years and never gotten married not even engaged or they're engaged and they've been mm -hmm. engaged for about four or five years yep. because there's no rush to get married because we've already been doing everything mm -hmm. and um that sets people up for for um for unhappiness i think i think my daddy used to tell me this or it's just an old thing um why uh, why buy the cow when I can get the milk for free? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. What I need to marry you for? Why? I got everything. I got it all. I don't need to marry you. You pretty much told me I can do all these things. We can do all these things without being married. So what is the point of marriage? Marriage mm -hmm. is an... <laughs> the definition <laughs> of having your cake and eating it too. Literally. Like you just said. Like you just said. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. You know, one thing that was really cool was when we got married, and somebody asked us, well, asked me, this is my, these are my words. How is it being married? And, you know, it was really exciting because when we moved into our apartment, we had nothing in there. Yeah. I brought some of the stuff from my old apartment mm -hmm. in Kansas City and we moved it in there. But we went furniture shopping together. We yep. literally got to build our home yeah. together. But not just that. Um, what, what I told them was it was really cool because I told them that it was really cool because, um, we were able, I said, it's like, these are my words. It's like a sleepover with your best friend yeah. that never ends. Yeah. And I had, that's special, man. That was really cool. Cause yeah. I'm like, 
it's a sleepover. It literally was like a sleepover never ends. And I was super excited to to experience that because mm-hmm. I never had before. Yeah. And I knew that he wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. Like I said, that safety and that security in our union yep. was beautiful. And I had never felt that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's literally like that. Yeah. It's like that. It and those is, things, I, when I think of people who don't have those experiences, it's it sucks. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. But it's not the end all. We can make start making adjustments and changing, mm-hmm. even if we've done those things before. Yeah, it's it, another thing that I hear too is the title, the title argument. Oh, it's just a title. It's got to put you, uh, me putting it on a piece of paper. Don't make my love more real. Oh, this is all like manipulation at its. It fine. really is manipulation. It's manipulation. It really is manipulation. It really is manipulation at at the tip of it all. Because here's the thing. Here's my 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 rebuttal against titles, right? Okay. Sure. Everybody want one though. Husband, wife, titles. Great. It's much more than that as we know. Mm -hmm. But even if it purely were just that, why don't we make this fuss when someone gets their PhD and we refer to them as doctors? Don't go there because people ain't ready for that conversation. Why why (laughs) why don't we why why don't we we look at these things when that's good. When, you know, we have uh, a president, you know, it's not just, it's not just the uh, Trump now. It's President Trump. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying or Biden is President Biden, mm-hmm. and and everybody says it because that that title is is important. It is. It it's you. It's a it's a significant, it's a significant noun, right? You earned something. You went through something. You have some level of experience, some level of expertise. So why why are we pooping on the title of marriage, the title of husband and wife? That's something to be proud of as well. It represents the covenant that you are. It represents the covenant, indeed. And you know, it's funny that people say title don't matter, but let whoever it is that you with, y'all out somewhere and they introduce you as, oh, this my homie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This my homie. Oh, yeah, this is my friend. And you like, friend? Uh-huh. Oh, but I thought titles didn't matter. Yep. But at the end of the day, though, if we, even if we go beyond titles, it really goes to honoring Christ. Yeah, at the end of it. It's honoring Christ. And if we, we believe in God and we love him and we're living our life for him, it really comes down to Christ. Yep. Sexual, you, you with somebody that you and you love them. Sex is a, is an issue for you. It's hard for you. Yeah. What is the problem with marrying them? Yep. Yep. It's it's literally, it's literally like we said before. It's literally in scripture. It's it's better to marry than continue on in sin. Yeah. It's better. It's better to marry. Now that that that's not a, an endorsement to like oh just get married just no. to have sex. It, no. That's not what we're saying. No. That's not what scripture is saying. That's not what scripture is saying. But just just painting the the weight of how heavy sexual sin is, how heavy mm-hmm. sexual immorality is, and how much it motivates just everything, almost everything that we do. There's a sexual motive to so many things, mm-hmm. and people just don't even want to call it that. And not just the sexual motive that weight, mm-hmm. but also the weight of the blessing that is marriage. Yeah. Two is also said in that as well. 
Like you, you're going to be much more blessed to actually show covenant, like promise a covenant, godly covenant, mm-hmm. reflecting the covenant that he already has with us, with your your help me, your headship. Your like it's it's much better to live in that than just to be out here fornicating just because it feel good. Listen. That stuff gonna stop working after a while anyway. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what are you, 50, 60? It ain't going to be working. Take out your knees now. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, after a while. I, I mean, you I will just, grow old with this know. person and, and the very things that matter to you, like looks and all those things, it just, as you get older, those things fade. Yeah. And so it's just really, it's deeper than that. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's so much deeper than that. And I just encourage people to truly not just believe in Christ. Yeah. That's important. Absolutely. But sh- strive to live a life that honors him. Yeah. He gave his for out for, for us. For us. And the Indeed. least we can do yep. is to live a life that one reflects him. Yep. People should know that we are his by the fruit that we bear. Um, people should know that we are his by um, things that we do. We're not gonna be without fault. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna be blameless. There was only one perfect person that ever yep. existed. Yep. Um, but it's our heart and our desire to please Christ in our actions. Yeah. And I think that is what is important. And so even though our story, like I said before, isn't squeaky clean, our heart was pure mm-hmm. and honoring Christ. And I believe that he rewarded us with such a fruitful marriage yeah. and a, a, an amazing experience of what it really truly is to to join together because our goal was to honor him. Yeah. And that's what we did. And I encourage you all to don't rob yourself of that by thinking that you're missing out on something else. Mm-hmm. God's parameters are put in place to protect you. Yeah. You don't have to do that for yourself. There are things that you do not know and you will never know. Never know. Even though (laughs) you think by doing this certain thing, you'll know it all. You still won't. You still won't. This is why God should not just be um, the person that we just pray to. Uh, It also should be the person that we, um, we confide in and we seek guidance from and we shape our lives around so um i want to love i love that title kill cohabitation because if you don't it has the ability to kill your blessing yep your blessing yeah that's that was good yeah that was good that was good and i was scared (laughs) Well, you know what? No, th- thank you everybody for staying. If you if you are at this part of the show, thank you so much yeah. for sticking with us and, and joining in this conversation um, with us just about cohabitation. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that we, you know, when it comes to relationships, we really want to make sure that everyone is empowered um, to the best that they possibly can in God's will. Um, so uh, make sure you know if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe. Um, you know, subscribe, like, uh, do all those YouTube things. Uh, not only does it let us know, you know, what you guys are getting and pulling from that's valuable from our conversations and, uh, that we have and what we talk about, but it also tells YouTube that you find this stuff valuable too, and it'll share and spread that word. 
uh, as well. So people can ultimately understand what God wants for the will of their lives uh, mm -hmm. as well. Uh, so like, comment, do all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe. Um, find us on, on social media. All that stuff's in the description. Uh, yeah, we thank y'all for being with us. This, yeah, this appreciate fun. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but until next time, we'll see you guys. Bye.